Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Kramer and Jess. On demand. Here's the morning show highlight clip of the day. When your best friend runs out of advice. And your therapist won't return your calls. And how does that make you feel? There's group therapy with Kramer and Jess. Listeners reach out to us when they're going through something in their life and just need an outside perspective. So Kramer and I do our best to help out, and then we turn to you so you can help out your neighbor, too. Let's get on. Anna from Crofton. Hello, Anna. Hey, guys. So what's uh, what's the dilemma? So my new boyfriend still spends the night with his ex. Is that weird? <laughs> Ew, why? <laughs> yeah, why? Why? So, okay. This is the, he has kids with his ex. Uh, they've been divorced for, like, four years. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it's the first time I've dated a guy with kids, right? So yeah. we've been dating for two months. And every Friday night, they have, like, family night. And he goes over to his ex's house. Like, she got the house on the divorce. But he spends the night over there. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But and, what's and the why? point of spending the night at the house? So I guess that's what I'm trying to understand, is why does he have to stay there with his ex-wife and the kids? They're just trying to, like still have a family unit and give the kids that experience and not like, you know, dad has to leave and go to his house. So he just like sleeps on the couch. I don't know. So they, I'm um, obviously from what it sounds like they have like a healthy co-parenting situation. So on Fridays, they Is all kick it as a, no, I'm just assuming that they have a good relationship. Right. Yeah. I mean, they do have a healthy relationship, but it's like, I don't understand like why he needs to spend the night. Yeah. And, and you've, and you've brought this up with him. I have brought it up with him, but, like, he just kind of makes me feel bad because I don't have kids. Are you the first person he's dated since he's been divorced? No. He's been doing this family Friday thing while he's dated other people as well, other women as well? So yeah. you're, you're not like the first... Oh, wow. Okay. 410-583-1065. So Anna's saying, the guy I'm dating, he, every Friday night, he goes over to his ex-wife's house, mm-hmm. which was their family home, and spends the night there to give the kids some sense of like normalcy, I guess. Yeah. Does that sound right, Anna? Uh-huh. Uh, Jess, is that weird to you? I think the immediate reaction is being uncomfortable, but at the same time, I'm just trying to think of like from the kid's perspective, because I'm just like, why would he have to stay there? Like, why would he be sleeping there? Yeah. And I think maybe it would be cool for the kids to, like, still wake up in the morning and, like, being able to have breakfast with dad. Right. And it's like, it's like one day of the week where the kids still get that. Yeah. So maybe this is a normal thing. <sighs> Man, I'm going to tell you, from your perspective, though, I'd be out the door. And, like, that's fine. Like, to me, it's like, whatever. Like, live your life. Be happy. If that's what makes you happy, the kid's happy, the ex-wife, like, whatever. 
whatever. Yeah. There ain't no way in hell I'm dating somebody that's going home to like their old situation. Just like one, I, like one day of the week, you wouldn't like does it. Does not for sound the kids. Does, for the kids, it does not sound healthy to me. That does not sound. When we ask the question, is it healthy? It does not sound healthy at all for anybody. Like. I mean, think of it this way, like family night, just being able to like watch a movie with mom and dad and like being able to like stay up late with dad and not have to, you know what I'm saying? Like, can you kind of see from, I'm just, I'm just trying to look at it from their perspective I, I here with the kids. I just don't think it's, it's, even though they, everybody gets along, I just think the spending the night thing is setting a weird tone for how people that are divorced should act, even for the kids sake, you know? Uh, but I don't know. Let's let's get some calls. 410-583-1065. Hello, Christina from Perry Hall. Hi. Does this seem weird to you? Does something seem off it, about this? It does. And actually, so my husband, my ex-husband and I, not only do we live across the street from each other, I mean, we do family dinners and things to try and keep. And I have another relationship. So, I mean, I'm, I understand, like, trying to not have your children affected by divorce. Uh-huh. I get that. Yeah. But the part about spending the night at my ex's house, I would absolutely never do that. I find that completely disrespectful oh. to my current relationship. Yeah. And it definitely sets a very weird precedent to my children. So you'd feel icky. Let's, let's say you met a guy and he was like, listen, I just really I love my kids and I feel like this is what's right for them. Would you feel kind of icky if he were to go oh, over and spend the night over absolutely. there? Absolutely. Okay. That would be a no, no go. Okay. No good. Okay. By, by the way, why? There's so many houses in, 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 in Perry Hall. Why Why does your husband live across the street? Your ex-husband? So, um, well, interesting enough, the person that I am currently with lives across the street. Wait. Okay. So we're all one, we're one happy, <laughs> we're a very progressive. Okay. Yeah, 20, you are. Family. Yeah, and you are. Like, we're very progressive, but the part about spending the night is just where Crosses I the get line. a little bit. That's so, so you're like line. across the street, fine. In my house, not. Right. Okay. 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 My, my current, my current partner. Yeah. So my current person is like I would just never ever like that. There's yeah. just certain boundaries that we do not cross. Yeah. And I would yeah. Thousand percent be one of them. Okay. Good to hear this. Thank Thanks you, for calling Christina. us. Have a good day. You too. 410-583-1065. Uh, hey, Rich from Timonium. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Hi. So do you do you think this is weird that he spends the night with his ex and, and the kids? Actually, no. I think it's very positive, if anything. It reaffirms that the father is still an important part in their lives. Mm-hmm. Sometimes me and my ex-wife, back when my kids were younger... We uh, sometimes would hiss gently, not passionately. So the kids know that there's nothing wrong with affection. There's nothing wrong with being with a person, even though you're not fully connected. Like, wait, you you would you would kiss you would kiss your ex-wife gently, not like a whole bunch of smothering and lovey-dovey stuff, but just. But on purpose, though. But on on purpose, you would kiss her in front of the kids. Yes, because I don't want to be one of those parents that shows, no, we're going to cut off all emotions. We're going to cut off all of of feelings. We would just make sure that we know that we have a mutual understanding and affection for each other and that wanted to, to 
transferred to our kids. It was normal. That wouldn't be like confusing. Yeah, but Jess, your parents. I'm thinking about Jess for a second. Your parents were separated for a while. Yeah, no, my parents were divorced and separated for a long time. Would, would that have been weird for you? Because I don't, again, I don't. This I can't imagine kissing my ex, but I can. I didn't have kids, right? Yeah. Would that have been weird for you? You think to see your parents? Personally, it would have been very, very confusing for me because I'd be like, our mom and dad getting back together or like what's going on i did not see it that way at all and they're both now in happy relationships i mean they're in their early 20s okay they hope once engaged in fact Uh and i think that they're in really good places in their life because they know how to show they're more open with their okay feeling well hey no i think that's that no i mean that's a beautiful thing yeah who are we to argue then man hey we appreciate you calling us today lisa from westminster good morning Kramer, I love you. You've got great insight on this. <laughs> Do, is it is it icky to you? Yeah, it's it's creepy to me. I'm sorry. I I totally respect coming over and visiting with the kids maybe every Friday night, mm-hmm. but this is not healthy to be spending the night. I mean, this is not healthy at all for his current relationship. Yeah. It's definitely not good for the children. Mm-hmm. I I, I, again, I wouldn't think so either, but I'm, but I'm not in the situation. Lisa, did you hear yeah. that last caller saying that he would kiss Dude, his ex-wife? I heard how, that guy. How do you wow. feel about that? I think that's absolutely the worst. The worst. I mean, I'm from a divorced family, too. Yeah. My I, husband's from a divorced family. If my parents kissed when they were divorced, I would be like, ew, mom. It, yeah. If you're just tuning in, we had a guy that said t- to keep things normal in his family, he would kiss uh-huh. his ex-wife. During the transition, during like the when trans- the divorce like was new. A year or so. Yeah. Just to yeah, make it. that's wrong. But, it, no. right, like, like, I just, I don't know how to, like, is that teaching kids, the same with the dad spending the night, kind of falls to me in the same category of, like, is this how exactly, you act when, Kramer. You, when you separate? Look at that. Exactly. We don't get a lot of exactly Kramers on this show, so I'm I'm gonna like just revel in it. Yeah, quote me exactly, Kramer. <laughs> that is just so to me that no, it's sending the kids to me be very wrong. My, let me let's please this real quick. My mother and dad, after about four years of their divorce, tried to reconcile. Dad yeah. came, took her to New York City, the whole works. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we were all sitting there going, What in the heck are you doing, Mom? Yeah, mm-hmm. you weren't feeling it. And I wonder if the kids no. would feel the same way. Yeah, you like know? what's going on? Yeah. Okay. It's it's good to hear this. Thank you for validating me once on this radio program. It's all I needed, honestly. Her, Kramer was exactly right that time. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Bethany, good morning. Good morning. You think this is normal? Well, I think that it's complicated because co-parenting, divorce and co-parenting is, uh, you know, a very personal journey sure. for that for the family. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know that, you know, I, I am a co-parent and, you know, we try to make great decisions, co-parenting decisions for our kids. And consistent schedules are important. So I kind of like the fact that they're, they do this every Friday. As okay. part of like the routine, sure. Um, because I know that one of the things that co-parents sometimes struggle with is like this idea of fifty-fifty, because there's no way to really split seven days. Um, okay. And and so like this may be their attempt at like some kind of compromise so that they both can have like a Friday night experience because Friday nights that you know at home at the end of the week it's kind of a fun time I it's think, true the family mm-hmm. um and so they may just be trying to give them again that consistency in a way to sort of find the compromise yeah. and then at the same time i think it is important for people to talk about what makes them comfortable and uncomfortable so so anna 
and her boyfriend, you know, they should have conversations about boundaries and, and how it makes her feel um, and all of that stuff because, you know, maybe it, it can be modified. I mean, nothing's permanent, but I think that what they're doing for the kids sounds like they're trying to make the best of the situation. Okay. Situation. So then, and that's, in, in, and I hear you, and when you say it, it sounds legit. Now, would I and or Anna be a jerk if we were like, listen, I'm not comfortable with you going to spend the night at your ex's house once a week. Would you think that would be out of line or a jerk thing to say or do? I mean, I think like two months into the relationship, that is kind of a jerk thing to do. Okay. Because I think there's more, like, there, there needs to be more time because if, if I'm just dating someone for two months, and I don't want to say just, I don't want to minimize it, but, but still. I'm dating for some, someone for two months, that's yeah. like still someone new. So for you, like a person that puts demands on what I'm doing with my children. Uh, That's not going to go over well. A red flag. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Like, oh, okay. Sorry. Okay. Do you have, I mean, no. Like, mm-hmm. like that would be a lot. I feel like a little bit out of line for that opinion. Now, if that makes her feel uncomfortable, I'm not saying that that's not a valid emotion. If that makes her feel uncomfortable, then this may be like, well, we, I don't know that we should continue dating. A good right? fit. Right. A good fit between these two if okay. those two aren't together. Thank you so much, Bethany. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Now, Kramer and Jess. Mornings on Mix 106.5. What up? It is I, Monday. (laughs) Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. Creeping into your reality. Hey. Remember those Sunday scaries you had yesterday worried about me? Well, they're gone. I have arrived. It's all right. It's fine. It's going to be the best week of our lives, Jess. I can feel it. <laughs> I think so, too. It feels nice already. You know, a little fall weekend. Yeah. It's going to be a great week. It That's really nice. is. All, all BS aside, it's going to be great. All right, let's start with the 6 o'clock club. 410-583-1065. We need every single person that is up in Maryland to text us. We call you the 6 o'clock club. We start every show with you because you are like our main focus of this show. Jess, 
Our Kinder Care ladies, Karen and Amber, good morning. Veronica is with us. Bonehead is here. Lou and Glen Burnie. Ty from Elkridge. Destiny and, oh, it's Destiny and baby Ty in Elkridge. Good morning. Jess, the bus driver, and baby Emma. Happy Monday. That's it, huh? Quiet this morning. I mean, it's a, a little rave, cold. Had a late Ravens game last night. Yeah. Do you, do you know what time the game got over? Do you have any idea? No. I don't even I don't know either. what time it ended. I don't even. Uh, if you, God, anybody actually go to the game last night? Oh, could you? Oh, my and you're, Maybe you have to still go to work today. Man, that was the game to go know, to, though. Let's go. Ravens win. We love that on a Monday. Tell me how this sound makes you feel. Let me just play this real quick. Nice little beach oh. ambiance. I thought that was like a thunderstorm. No, just beach. Little waves crashing into the shore. Put yourself in Ocean City right now if you want to. That's fine. It's making me feel more cold, to be honest. Cold? It makes you cold. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, I'm the world's worst sleeper. So last yeah. night. Is I, that I, how you sleep? Last night. I got this really big ambition that I should switch up the noise because I always sleep with a noise machine on, right? Just oh. a, a normal white noise because I'm such a light sleeper oh, wow. that any little noise will wake me up, right? But I'm like, why would I not want to fall asleep to the sound of the ocean? That sounds lovely. Y'all, all night, like literally all night, <laughs> like that should have been super relaxing. For a lot of people, it is. I kept waking up. Thinking that like someone was in my house. No, that did not sound relaxing to me at all, whatsoever. You know that phase you're in though, where you're too tired to change the thing that's keeping you awake. No, and I was like, I, I could just reach over, turn my phone off, move on. But I'm like, I'm sure it'll get better. No. All I'm exhausted from my relaxing beach sleep last night. It was, resulted in very little sleep. I kind of got. Idea. I kind of. I took a CBD bath last night, yeah. and I took a melatonin, Oof. and I did a face mask, Oof. and I did a hair mask. I'm glowing this morning. I'm glowing. Surprise, you're alive. I, I feel very. <laughs> I kind of feel like I'm in the clouds right now. Like a but zombie. it feels nice though. All right, wake your ass up, y'all. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Where y'all at today? <laughs> Oh, you know what else? It's you know what? It's Columbus Day. It's Indigenous Peoples Day. Sorry, it is. Indigenous People Day. Uh, so that's probably why a lot of people are on school today. Mm-hmm. Oh Lord! All right, that makes more sense. Now, now, these are the top three trending stories in the city. The Baltimore top three with Jess. Number three. Justin Tucker kicked a 43-yard field goal on the final play that lifted the Ravens to victory over the Cincinnati Bengals 19-17 on Sunday night, now pushing Baltimore to first place in the AFC North. Tucker's game winner extended his streak to 61 straight successful field goals in the fourth quarter and overtime. He is 17 for 17 in his career on attempts in the final minute of regulation. Up next, the Ravens will play the New York Giants for week six this Sunday at 1 p.m. I feel like we needed that. I woke up this morning with just like a, like a, I guess I kind of breathe again for a second. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay. This was our first at-home win also setting the tone. That's what I'm saying. It's going to be awesome. That's what I'm saying. Like, I just, Mondays feel so much better after, I know for like diehard Ravens fans, it's so disappointing to wake up on a Monday. Everyone's going to be in a good mood today. Totally. hundred percent. Also, if you went to the game or if you watched the whole entire game, what time did it end? It was a late start last night. Number two. Today is Indigenous Peoples Day, a holiday celebrated on the second Monday of October, honoring the past, present, and future of Native American people across the country. President Biden became the first U.S. president to issue a proclamation commemorating Indigenous Peoples Day. And the holiday not only honors the cultures and histories of Native Americans, but it's also intended for reflection on the impact of colonialism 
on communities while also celebrating the resilience and the strength of them as well. That's right. I totally forgot about it when I woke up this morning. I was like, why is it so quiet with the 6 o'clock club? Most people are off today, you know? Number one. It's been discussed for years, and now The Rock himself is giving his final answer. Will he run for president? In an interview over the weekend, Dwayne The Rock Johnson confirmed that a presidential run is not happening and revealed why. Take a listen. It is off the table. I love our country and everyone in it. I also love being a daddy, and that's the most important thing to me, especially during this critical time in my daughter's lives, because I know what it was like to be on the road and be so busy that I was absent and that's what the presidency will do. The star shares his 21-year-old daughter, Simone Garcia Johnson, with his ex-wife, Danny Garcia. And then he also has two younger daughters, six-year-old Jasmine and four-year-old Tiana with his wife, Lauren. I love that, though. Mm-hmm. You know? I know. I can never get... I'm not a huge fan of The Rock. Like, I don't follow his movies. I wasn't a big WWE fan. But, like, you can't ever be mad at The Rock. He, no. never, say, he never says the wrong thing. And I think fans thought, because of his show, uh, Young Rock, it, which basically followed his journey if he were to run for the president, thought yeah. that maybe he was him. Hinting at it. Yeah. Apparently not. It's just a show. We right. still love our guy. So there you go. This is Jess, and that was your top three. If you've ever been in a fight with your partner in public, you know it can be super awkward, right? Mm, Especially like, awesome. hey, be cool, okay? We're not going to get into this in public. We're not doing it. Man, I don't care how embarrassing that whole situation looked. It cannot beat this story today in PA So Cray Cray. I just want you to, to go there for a second, okay? If you've ever been in a situation where, like, you and your partner got into a thing publicly, just imagine into like this. We call this PA so cray cray. And it's always said with love. We're not we're not trying to poke fun at our neighbors in PA because we all know our lives aren't together over here. But like the most bizarre things tend to happen in the area. I just don't know how we don't bring this up. Yeah. You know? Like we always say if the mid-Atlantic region was a neighborhood. Pennsylvania would be that state where there's always something going. The cops are always showing up, like, once a month for some mm-hmm. reason. Why? Why do they have headlines like this? I don't know. All right, let me take you to Scranton, Pennsylvania. The Glenmora National, which has hosted PGA events. It's a golf course. Very okay. fancy golf course, okay? Now, take yourself there. Imagine that you were invited to a wedding, upscale place, right? Well, apparently, this husband and wife that were there, they got into an argument. As guests. These are guests As at the guests. wedding? This, okay. is not the, this is not the couple. This is guests at a wedding. Mm-hmm. And the wife apparently was like, I don't want to do this anymore. Started walking away from the situation in a huff. So her husband decided to follow her. So far, normal. Like, okay, things happen. Yeah. Right? You're at a wedding. Things are a little heated. Okay. He didn't just follow her on foot. He follows her in his car. Okay. <laughs> the dude got in his Chevy sedan. Drove across the 18th fairway. Oh my gosh, he's driving on the course. In the cart path. No. Okay, in his in his Chevy. And at some point though, he decides to leave the path and drove straight for a creek by the 17th green. No. I sent you the picture. Please look at this picture that was taken. Oh my gosh. Dude, for whatever <gasps> reason. No. Oh my goodness, no. Half of his car is like hanging over the creek. We'll have to post this on Kramer and Jess for you to get a full effect. Oh go If you God. don't follow us on Instagram, please go follow us. I'll post this on our story right now. At Kramer and Jess, at Kramer and Jess. It's Kramer with a K, Kramer and Jess. The dude, literally, it's like straddling basically this little rock enclosure by the 17th hole. 
His front side's like basically plowed into the ground. Oh my God. Back of his car is like up on some rocks. I can only imagine what was happening while the people there were seeing this car drive on the golf course. I've done that once because we were working in an event and we got in so much trouble. So much trouble. Somebody calls the cops, right? Because they're like, what the hell? The most shocking part though, because you would think, okay, dude's obviously going to get a DUI for doing all this because now he's stuck in this golf course. Sober. Completely sober, by the way. He was just anger. Anger. They couldn't press charges. The golf course decided not to press charges. But you know who got in trouble? The wedding party. Oh, no. They said, you're banned from holding any events at our golf course for the next two years. So, listen. I don't purposely look for Pennsylvania stories. They look for us. It's called PA So Cray Cray. I think we need to settle this debate once and for all. What exactly is the callback protocol? I think we all need to be on the same page. What do you mean? So right now I am in a silent fight with my friend. Okay. Because I am not going to call them back. And let me tell you why. I texted. No, no, no. I called a friend of mine. I called them first. Okay. Right? No call back. 24 hours later at like 11.45 p.m. our time. They know I'm asleep. They're like, oh, sorry, I was sleeping and working all day. You called, they texted back. Right. Okay. But like a full day after they texted me back. 24 hours, you get a text. 24 hours later, also at like 11, 11.45 p.m. our time, knowing that I'm asleep at this time. This was a West Coast friend. Yes. Okay. They decided to send me a text and I'm like, oh, sorry, I was busy working and sleeping all day. My bad, right? <laughs> so that was a text. I'm like, okay. <laughs> and I'm expecting them to call me back at some point within the next couple of days because I'm not going to call them back. Why would I call them again after I already made the first call. Nor did you respond to the text message? No, I didn't respond to the text message. So you feel like if you call somebody and they text you back, that's not good enough for you. You still want to call back? Yeah, they're supposed to call me back. Can we also take in like the time receipts as well? Like you're going to text me at like almost midnight my time knowing that I'm sleeping a full day after the fact. Okay, so this is two different issues. Number one, I completely agree that if someone tech, if someone contacts you back 24 hours later, you know my feelings on this. Right. There is no one that's, that has not checked their phone in 24 hours. Correct. I would say that you are a low priority on that person's totem pole. So 100%. If you, if you hold them at like a high esteem, they do not help hold you the same place. In this interaction, I was pretty low, which again plays to my point where it's like, I'm not going to call you for a second time. You should be the one to call me if you actually give a you-know-what. So let me get this clear. In their text message, they send you 24 hours after you called them. Mm-hmm. Did, did they say, hey, what's up? No. Like, like trying to get you to actually explain what you called for in the first place? No. So I don't I don't make another call, right? Right. It's, it's, it, I feel like the ball like, is in their court. If, if they want to talk. They call me. And so I'll you're, wait. You're I'll a, wait a week. I'll wait two weeks. I'll, I'll wait till wait next year. I'll wait to 2023, <laughs> baby. I'm not calling their phone again. You're in a petty callback fight right now. Silence. So is it that person's responsibility then to call you back? Okay, so here's my ruling on this. I don't think so. No? In my mind, if you call, uh-huh. they text, they have told you very blatantly... 
I have no interest in continuing this conversation via voice. Well, we, I want to continue this conversation on text message and text message only. Listen, I'm not a caller. No, like, but don't... wouldn't that be fair? Like, if if, the, if I got the text, like, right away, you know? I feel like that's when those type of things are like, okay, you get a So pass. you'd be okay with that. You said if it's within minutes later, hey, what's up? Yeah. You'd feel fine with that. But not like a full day later to and they're you, like, oh, sorry, we, I didn't call you. So I feel like I don't have to call them ever again. I mean, I've told you, I've broken things off with women if they don't text me back within two hours <laughs> because I feel like you just don't care. So I think you'd have to accept, and maybe you agree with this, if a friend were to reach out to you 24 hours later via text via text after you called them, uh-huh. I don't think they're actually that great of a friend. Is that, is that unfair to say? Some no. people get on to me for this. They're like, Kramer, but what about this? What about if they have kids? What no, are they? I think what they should nurse? just call me back at some point. Like, I wouldn't even care if I didn't get a text and they called me back like two days later. It'd be like, oh, what's up? Yeah. I, I would have to say in this case, they would be in the wrong. Mm. And you should never talk to this human ever again. Okay. <laughs> there's somebody that's going to need you this week. I'm assuming with the next seven days, there's going to be somebody that's going to need your gifts, your words, your just being there. And you're going to need to know how to step into action. That's what we're going to handle today on the radio show with a segment we do called Mom's Monday Motivation. Let me get her on for this. All the way from Georgia. Hi, Mom. Hi, honeys. My mom and I do a podcast together, <laughs> by the way, uh, every single day, six days a week. We do a podcast together called Certified Mama's Boy, which is on the Odyssey app, wherever you get your podcast. But uh, for the radio show, we bring her on here just to get us pumped up because she's the most motivational person I've ever had in my life. So, Mom, what do we have for today? Okay. It's from John Holmes, and he said, There is no exercise better for the heart than reaching down and lifting people up. Now, can you argue with that? I mean, any time that you help someone else... You're always the one that is the beneficiary of that gift. Yeah. Because we need to do more of that. We need to reach out to everyone and to help them during their hard times. Yeah. So to lift each other up and to be lifted up when we're down. Go to those people that we know can lift us up. I don't know if you feel the same way, but sometimes when there are hard times for other people, I get a little uncomfortable. Like... I, let's just say someone passes away and like I know they may need the comfort but I feel like I, I may not have like the exact right words to say and I know that's like a terrible way to look at it but, like Jess do you feel the mm-hmm. same way that sometimes like I know you need to be lifted up right now but I'm not quite sure I have the right words to say right now they're gonna make the situation any better and then I started to get, get anxiety and that kind of stuff doesn't make me feel uncomfortable. I've 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 never been that way. Mm-hmm. So, and I don't know if it's because I have been in those situations myself that it doesn't it doesn't like scare me. But yeah. when you when you said that quote, it made me think of to me it's like that's how you make your pain worth something. So when you've mm-hmm. gone through something super difficult and like some of the hardest times in your life, that gives you the ability to relate to and help somebody else that has been, that is, or currently going through the hardest times in their life. And so I think that's what makes your experience, that's how you can make your experience worthwhile. Mm-hmm. It's true. And to your point, Kramer, um, you know, during times of profound grief, sometimes your presence is the greatest gift. Yeah. Because dur- during those times, and a lot of times there are no words But just being there to give them a hug or to let them know that you care means the world. Yeah. Yeah. So show up. It's important. It's important for sure. So maybe that that resonates with you today. Something you can think about as you're driving into work, you know, to uh, 
to get your Monday started off right. Um, if you want some, you know, some more talk with my mom and me, it's just about life. It's kind of moments like this. Uh, we have a podcast called Certified Mama's Boy that you can listen to on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. So until next week, Mom, that is it for today. Thank you for what you do. And I love you. Love you forever. What age do you think is appropriate for kids to start going to haunted houses? Never. Well, for Jess, <laughs> Jess is 29 and <laughs> still won't go to a haunted house. No, it's not my cup of tea. But like, let's say your kid wasn't scared of it. Mm. When would you still think was the age appropriate time to go? Because listen, I was a scared kid. I did not go to haunted houses. Like to me, the scariest thing in the world was just trick-or-treating. To have to go to neighbor's houses what? and see things like in their front yard, I was mortified of that. Really? I was just here for the candy. Let's move on. Well, be you peaceful. were scared, like going to yep. up to the door. Yep. Was it having to talk to a stranger? One time, there was somebody that was dressed like a scarecrow on the oh, front porch, okay, and I okay. thought it was just a decoration. It wasn't. Yeah. And I think from then, I've always been traumatized. Yeah. So, I would skip the scary houses. Can't do it. <laughs> yeah. Too terrifying, right? So I went to Fright Fest at Six Flags over the weekend. Ton of fun, by the way. If you haven't been before, like if you're looking for something fun Halloween to do, Six Flags has got their Fright Fest going on right yeah, now. Shout out Elliot. They have this haunted train this year. And when I got on to ride it, there was a girl sitting next to me that I would assume was be like two or three years old. This is something that they have had before, right? Fright Fest? No, oh, no, at the haunted train. I don't know. They didn't have the train last year. But, I mean, I'm sure probably... It was something similar to this, because when I went, Elliot was trying to get me to go on this thing, oh, okay. and I told him, hard no. They could like, have had it two years pass. ago. Yeah. I don't know. But, like, as I'm sitting here, so this this little girl, so excited, by the way, at the beginning. So happy to be on there with her dad. Yeah. They're doing this. I think she thinks it's about to be this fun father-daughter experience. She's, like, getting me hyped up. This is going to be so fun. She's this is going to be so fun. I'm like, I don't know. It might be kind of scary. She's like, no, it's fine. Y'all, literally, by the end of this this haunted tra- uh, train ride, mortified. Not crying, but just, like, her no. face is dropped. Like, just not in the mood for it. Honestly, funniest part of this whole thing was she turned to her dad and said, Dad, I'm kind of scared. Did you bring your pistol tonight? I was like, well, let's no. go pistol. <laughs> no. But like two or three. Is that In your mind, is that too young for a haunted house? Jess doesn't have kids. I don't have kids. But I just two look at the situation. Two or three? Yeah. Like she got into a stroller when we got off the ride. I feel like that's not enjoyable. But you, you had a good time. You had a good time on the train. As a 39-year-old, yeah. Okay. So I just feel like at that point... I think it depends on what kids are into. Like my niece, Abby, she loves scary stuff. She's like obsessed and she's 10. You would, know? would you would you feel comfortable putting her on a haunted train and no well, problem? Yeah, because that's okay. her jam. You well, know what, what I about, mean? What about Maya, who's seven? Yeah, Maya's seven. Would I'd you say feel no. comfortable? No. Seven seems too young for mm-hmm. you. No. 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 These are the top three trending stories in the city. The Baltimore Top Three, three. with Jess. Number three. Justin Tucker kicked a 43-yard field goal on the final play that lifted the Ravens to victory over the Cincinnati Bengals 19-17 on Sunday night, now pushing Baltimore to first place in the AFC North. And Tucker's game winner extended his streak to 61 straight successful field goals in the fourth quarter in overtime. I always make it a point to say a brief prayer as I'm lining up the kick. You know, not to ask for results, but to ask for peace and to show gratitude just for being able to be in that moment and bring joy to 
millions of fans who love watching Ravens win football games. He is 17 for 17 in his career on attempts in the final minute of regulation. Up next, the Ravens will play the New York Giants for week six this Sunday at 1 p.m. Number two. A list of the top 10 haunted cities in America has been released, and PA and DC have earned spots on Travel and Leisure Magazine's list. Gettysburg, PA landed sixth place. Visitors can take ghost tours to learn more about the history of Gettysburg and the tragic spirit still said to wander the battlefield grounds. And DC got seventh on the list of top 10 haunted cities in America. Many say that the White House is actually one of the most haunted houses in the country, oh. haunted by ghosts of former presidents. Wow. I mean, I don't really mind ghosts. Like, I'll go on ghost tours, no big deal, right? Uh-oh. But I don't know that I would do Gettysburg. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't like it. Was, it was like, hey, here's a haunted house, and somebody died 200 years ago. That's one thing. But like a battlefield. Yeah. I mean, I know you don't really mess with scary stuff. There's I no don't, way you go to that. No, right? no, thank you. But like, I don't know, <laughs> like that many bodies. I know. Just maybe just leave it alone. Leave it alone. Number one. Last week, 90s group Right Said Fred accused Beyonce of using samples of their hit "I'm Too Sexy" and her new song "Alien Superstar." calling Beyonce arrogant for not seeking permission first. And wow. if you don't know the comparison, we have them for you. So we'll play Beyonce's song first. Well, should we start with Right Said Fred? Because I feel like everybody knows this okay. one first. Just for it's refresher. I'm too sexy for my shirt. Too sexy for my shirt. So sexy it hurts. I, I wish I was... What, what year did that come out? Early 90s, maybe? It seemed like such a simpler time. This is music here, right, people? Okay, so... Let's hear the Beyonce then comparison. This song is called what? Alien Superstar. So I guess what's at question here is that I'm too. Right. Like starting with I'm too. And typically Beyonce has always stayed quiet in situations like these, but this time she is firing back publicly. In her statement, Beyonce clarified that samples were never directly used and the publishers, including the members of Right Said Fred, not only were asked for permission, they were also granted, they granted permission, they were paid and were listed as co-writers on the album. And also, she brought up receipts. Right Said Fred actually posted on Twitter back in July thanking Beyonce for giving them writing credit on her album Renaissance. Well, then what are they talking about Exactly. That'd be, okay, that'd be one thing if Beyonce just all of a sudden dropped this song, never mentioned it, there was no, you know, and they were shocked. Because mm-hmm. I would say there's some, there's some similarities. Oh, no, definitely. You know, between the two. Which is why they got paid out and which is why they got writer's credit on her album. That's ridiculous. This is Jess and that was your top three. All right, we got to do our talk me out of it update. And this one, I know we've all been like, what in the world is she going to say back, right? Anonymous has been feeling that one of her best friends has might possibly have feelings for her husband. And what she wanted to do was pretend that she was texting her friend from her husband's phone, send some sort of inappropriate messages, and to see how her best friend would react to them. Yeah. So we were all kind of on board on this on Friday. Show. I wasn't on board. Loki on board. Um, all right. Let me get her on. Hey, Anonymous. Hi. Morning. Good morning. Did you actually go through and text text her? Yes. I texted her on Thursday. Okay. okay, so like right after we talked. <laughs> I mean, we all knew you were going to do this, so. So, well, what, happened, what, was the, what was the exchange? Well, after practice, the boys had practiced, I texted her at 
Wednesday, 9.38 p.m. <laughs> oh, you, you, like, you, this, this is like the actual, these are the messages. Right. Okay. So I texted her from my husband's phone, and I said, hey, uh, so good to see you today. If you're free after practice on Tuesday, would you want to grab a drink? I can get someone to watch the boys. Just need a drink. How about you? And she responded a few minutes later, 9.52, sure, uh, and with me, question mark, and I said no. Wait, 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 hang on, wait, wait. She, she said, she said. Did she bring you she, up? No, oh, she invited, in... said, are you coming as well? Like you, you. Yeah, she, she asked if I personally was coming. As in okay. your wife, is your wife coming along? And you said what back as your husband? I said no, she's working Tuesday. Just thought it would be good to get to know you better. Oh, Lord, okay. here, here it goes. Here it goes. Okay. And she said. You don't think she'll care? I I said, haha. Well, she it's not if she doesn't go. Okay. All right. Yeah. So what is- I, yeah, <laughs> I really went for it, and um, she just said, "LOL, you're a troublemaker. It does sound fun, but." And she said, "Her son, she he had to stop and get donuts for a class thing the next day, so they had like an even earlier start." And she said, so, unfortunately, she couldn't go. Okay. And, uh, and so I just wrote, bummer, rain check. And then she never wrote back. I don't like the tr- ha-ha troublemaker Troublemakers troublesome, man. That's gross. So, wait. So, you don't get a response. And then did what happened after that? Did she tell you or? No. We've just seen each other once at practice Nobody, she didn't bring it up to you? No. I don't know. Should she bring it up to Uh, her? If I was in that position and a friend of mine's husband, boyfriend, partner, whatever, said anything like that to me, I would send, I would screenshot and send over immediately. No questions asked. Right? I think she handled the conversation fairly. The troublemaker thing kind of made me a little, because keep in mind, this is your friend's Husband. No, yeah. So no. she does have like a level of like uncomfortability of like. No, she was trying to keep it PC. It's not the conversation that made it weird. I think it's weird that she didn't tell her. I agree. I just, I think she should have said something to me about it. I think she did cover all of her bases in text messages, but people aren't always like themselves in text because like it's traceable. So I wonder if she was just like putting her feelers back out there by saying that he's a troublemaker. So what do you want to do from here? Is this someone you're going to be friends with? Are you going to confront her? Like, what's the next step? I think great. I I should confront her, right? I I don't think so. I think I think you're both overreacting to this, to be completely honest with you. you. You got the info now. I don't know if it makes it better or worse, but. Obviously, if something comes up, like, we'd like to know what happens, but... I mean, but good luck with everything. It, it kind of is what it is at this point, you know? Yeah. 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 Well, thank you. Listen, either way, thank you so much. We appreciate you sharing the story with us. Thank you, guys. Hey, thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe to get the show daily. And if you think we've earned it, give us five stars. Hear Kramer and Jess live every morning on Mix 106.5 Baltimore. And check out the Kramer and Jess Uncensored podcast at KramerandJess.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. 
It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 